Hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for the 21st of July, 2021. Happy Thursday to you. Not driving in a car today. No, I'm not driving in a car today. But it is a very special episode of the show because it's not my show today. It's my show in that this is my show, but I am taking the audio from an interview I gave to former Congressman Joe Walsh, who is... uh, He's vehemently anti-Trump. He seems like a nice enough guy. He contacted me through Twitter. and It was a pleasant conversation. I actually enjoyed talking to him. We've texted since then. I have no problem with him personally. I don't care. I care whether or not somebody's a jackass. Uh, I don't care how they vote politically. So a lot of my friends, not most, but a lot of my friends vote Democrat. They're crazy Democrats, family members, Democrats. I'm not going to disown them. That's what the left does. So that's just not how I work. But uh, in the beginning of his interview, it wasn't part of the interview, and I cut it out for this podcast purposes, but the introduction of the podcast, he refers to me as uh, something like a a vehement Trump supporter or something like that. And I think he gets that wrong. I am a conservative. I have no loyalty to any politician ever under any circumstances. It doesn't. They're politicians, period, end of story. I have loyalty to ideals and principles. It's just that simple when it comes to that. I don't trust any politician, even if I agree with them completely. I don't trust any politician completely because they're politicians. That's what they do. You shouldn't trust them. You don't go over the cliff for any politician, ever under any circumstances. They wouldn't do the same for you, your family, your friends. That's where your loyalties lie. Otherwise, keep them to ideals, in my opinion. So in that sense, that I think is what Joe doesn't get and why he misses so much of what I was saying during this interview. That and uh, while he seems like a nice guy and smart guy and what have you, an entertaining guy to talk to, I think he, he was exemplifying what I talk about in the interview, the people who simply can't get over the fact that Donald Trump exists. I don't know. You can judge for yourself. Give his podcast. Well, he does this. He interviews people who he disagrees with, and I admire that. And uh, I encourage you to subscribe to his podcast. Give it a shot. You can learn something. I'd like, I hope he goes past just being Trump obsessed because I don't know, Trump isn't president of the United States right now. And the guy who is is screwing things up. You can grouse about Republicans when Republicans screw up, but then do something bad. But they're not in power right now. They're not the ones screwing things up. So I recommend uh, you give it a shot. And judge by this. You can make your own decisions. So, uh, oh, by the way, don't forget to go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or uh, Derek Hunter dot Support the program, get the curse show, get all the uh, other stuff, bonus materials and enter the contest. Appreciate the support there. There will be a curse show tomorrow. We'll be back to regular shows tomorrow. So fear not. It's just that uh, I am just now getting home and that's why it's quiet. Why I'm not driving. 
and I've wanted to play this because I thought it was an interesting conversation. So without any further ado, it is, I'm the subject of the interview for once. It is me and former Congressman Joe Walsh. Hey, I'm with Derek Hunter. He's a columnist with Town Hall. He also has his own podcast, Derek, the Derek Hunter podcast. He's a radio host. He's a bunch of things. He's a father. He's got two little kids. He's a good conservative. Derek, thank you, man, for coming on. The reason I wanted to have a conversation with you is uh, you tweeted something last week and, and you took a good, respectful shot at me and Bill Crystal and others, but it got me thinking that I really wanted your perspective on like folks like me who are quote unquote never Trumpers and just kind of your political take on why like so many conservatives right now are, are all over the map. So thanks for joining me. Um, what, 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 what's your, what's your general take of like the world of never Trump? Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm always glad to talk to anybody about anything. That's why I do this for a living. And my view of never Trump, I don't fully understand. Like, I get it in the sense that he's not your guy. You don't want him to marry your sister. I wouldn't want him to marry one of my sisters, except for the, maybe for the divorce settlement. <laughs> but that being said, he did a hell of a lot of things that people, particularly Bill Crystal, he's the one who really sticks in my craw because he seems yeah. to have flipped on just about everything you know you, you know who david brock is you know who ariana huffington yeah. is they were true and true conservatives and then whatever it was changed them in brock's case i think it was the fact that he thought he was fooling people that he was gay and that if they found out they would care and they just didn't but he, yeah. he projected that and the money for both of them was in renouncing everything they stood for and they just did it on a dime and nobody thought are you full of shit then? Or are you full of shit now? I, I, there's one, they have to be full of shit on something. As you know, people will change their minds on issues over the course of your life. You live, you learn, yeah. things change. But everything uniformly at once <laughs> is, it doesn't pass the smell test. And that's my problem with a lot of these really vocal never Trumpers. I get it. You don't like Donald Trump. You don't have to. He's not going to invite you over for dinner and you're not going to be forced to have him over for dinner. But a lot of the things that that you guys and most of you guys, I'm saying, and I don't know your congressional record all that well, but yeah. I'm talking about Bill Crystal and the, the Weekly Standard gang that they advocated for and swore up and down left and right that they wanted Donald Trump either had caused to happen or brought closer to happening than it ever happened before. And they sit there and they go, well, this is bullshit. And Bill Crystal's out there giving advice to Democrats on how to make sure that abortion remains the way. And it's like, well, what the fuck, man? What is it? You do, but do you, do you, what, that's interesting, Derek, but do you, do you, agree, do you accept the thesis? Cause I'd call myself a good conservative and I had like a hardcore, I was the most conservative voting record in the house when I was there. It, do, do you, do you believe it's possible to be a conservative and oppose Trump? Yes, but it's okay. it, it's not to oppose what he did. I, I am able to separate what he did and who he is. Like I said, I wouldn't want him to marry my sister, but as president, goddammit, he did some really good things 
that Republicans sort of paid lip service to. You know, as a member of Congress, you know the members of Congress, you get maybe 20% of each party who really believe the shit they yeah. ran on, and the rest are yeah. hoping that their bluff is never called. Like, oh, yeah. these Democrats are really in favor of whatever, the Green New Deal. They're like, holy shit, please, Joe Manchin, do not ever give in because I don't, I don't want this thing to become law. But I'll, I'll pay lip service to it. I'll vote for it as long as I know it's not going anywhere and that kind of thing. So right. that's what bothers me about it. I, I can separate the man from the accomplishments, from the agenda items. I didn't elect anybody Pope. I have voted for Pope. I'm a Catholic. I'm not voting for Pope. I don't care that he is not exactly the ideal husband in his life. I don't care. He got shit but, done. But, but, but and, and what's interesting is, Derek, I... I the, the, obviously, I voted for him in 16. There are things he did that I like. There were things he did policy-wise that I didn't like, i.e. his tariffs. I don't want to get into any of that now. But when you when you say separate who he is from what he did, to me, that's a difficult separation because if you get into what he did, he was also a criminal who tried to overthrow an American well, election. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff he did too, right? I am not him. I can't answer for him. I won't answer for him. I'm talking about the long-term policy implications. There are lots of things. I am not a fan of trade wars either, but that is a small comparison, a small part of it. Do you throw out the baby with the bathwater? And that's, I think, where we differ is you can sit there and you go, you look at January the 6th, and I was appalled at the time. I'd said that this was ridiculous at the time. I'd written about how disgusting it was at the time. But over time, Democrats have so overplayed their hand. And you kind of did it, too, at the rhetoric of trying to overthrow the government. I don't I don't I haven't seen the evidence of it. It's He's a horrible criminal. Awful, awful, awful. OK, that's prove it. That's that's my point. Prove it. Can you prove it? Because I can say that you're a murderer. But at some point you're going to go, well, what the fuck? man? OK, you're going to have to prove it in the court of law. And I can't do that. The January 6th committee is throwing around a whole bunch of things. And most of the arguments come down to he's Donald Trump. Of course, he's corrupt. All right. I'm listening. I need a little bit more than that. I'm not willing to to just take Adam Schiff's word for it or Jamie Raskin's word for it or or Liz Cheney's word for it. Show me some proof. That is the most covered. Derek, do you do you think do you think Trump tried to do whatever he could to overturn that election result. No, I don't. I you don't, don't. I don't think it went that far. I think that he was looking to, I think he wasn't, he's not going to accept the results and whether or not you believe the results or not, at some point you got to accept the results, but he is not going to accept the results. But he, if he was trying to seize power, he could have done a lot, a lot of things. I think he was mostly, and I forget who said this. I saw this just the other day. Somebody said that he was, I think it was somebody who was testifying against him, that he was trying to delay the certification to push it back to the state so he'd have more time to adjudicate the cases in court. Look, I, I was very critical of uh, his legal team. He should have had a legal team in place in the first place to fight these law cha- illegal law changes in places like Pennsylvania and the get-go. The problem is Republicans are very good at reacting not being proactive and Democrats are good at, at being proactive. It's a, it's a fault. Do you think, Derek, do you, does it, does it, 
I'll ask you, I won't say, I won't ask you if it bothers you. Do you think Trump lied about the election result? Oh, yeah. Like when he says it was stolen from me, <clears throat> is that a lie? Well, I don't know. I can't okay. get into his head. I believe that they're in a perfect world where the Constitution was followed. I think Trump probably wins. But when you have the Supreme Court of, of Pennsylvania arbitrarily changing election law in an unconstitutional manner, and then you have someone like my friend Sean Parnell suing to try and stop that. And beforehand, they're told, sorry, you don't have any standing because you haven't been hurt by this. And then afterwards, you're trying to sort through the mess and they say, sorry, you have standing now, but there's not enough time to adjudicate this before certification. You have this catch-22 situation that is really fucked up. Now, can you undo that? Is it, I don't, was that the difference maker? I don't know. So if I say Biden, Derek, if I say Biden won fair and square, he was elected legitimately. You you take issue with that? I take a legit. I take issue with the fair and square part. Legitimately, that was the way that it ran. So those were the rules. I think that the rules were gamed. I think it was bullshit. So in that way, I don't think it's fair and square. I think there was some underhanded things in changing the rules, but the rules were changed, and he won by them. So there's a difference. So here's. The two. Yeah, and, and and I I I it's 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 interesting talking to you, but I don't want to I don't want to get into Trump. Yeah, I want to talk about him on the periphery. You you had a you had a really good piece in Town Hall, I think, a week ago. Uh, the headline was like Donald Trump broke these people, mm-hmm. and you're talking about Bill Crystal, Michael Steele, Jennifer Rubin, and a number of the Never Trumpers. And I I think your your thesis is that these folks who made everything about Trump, what the hell are they doing now? They, they're they kind of lost and adrift. Well, they're and they still making to... everything about Trump. It's like a form of Trump Tourette's. It's Pavlovian. So Donald, let's talk about Joe Biden and inflation. Well, I tell you what, it's better than having Donald Trump. In it. What are you talking about? It's, you know, move on. And they can't move on because what what is Michael Steele without being the Republican, former RNC chair who attacks Republican. What is Matt Lewis without? What is Bill Crystal without that? He's just a guy dining out on his dad's last name. It's well, is is Derek is part of it, and I guess I'm speaking for myself, because you probably would say the same about me. Come on, Joe, move on. Is part of the inability to move on that he's still the leader of what is now my former political party. He's probably gonna run. And he's the likely nominee. So he's, and you and I, you disagree with me. I consider Trump to be a clear and present danger. And and you disagree with that. That's fine. But if you, but if I genuinely believe that, it's hard for me to move on when he's still the leader of the party. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. If that's all you think about, but there's a lot of other things going on. You can multitask, you can multi-track, you can, Donald Trump was not the likely nominee in 2016, and he won. So you, if, if you know what's going to happen in two years, please give me winning lottery numbers, because otherwise you don't know what's going to happen. Ron DeSantis would be my preferred candidate. I would much rather Donald Trump not run and be sort of the kingmaker position, because I don't like all the other baggage that comes with Donald Trump. You sit there and you 
I watched those press conferences and you think, all right, well, that was good. Now leave. And he doesn't. You're like, motherfucker. All right. Come on now. You don't have to get into a yeah. dick measuring. Co- Look, I, I hate Jim Acosta. He's a piece of shit. But you don't have to get into a dick measuring contest every time you're up in front of him. There, I would, you know what would have made Donald Trump a better president, in my mind, was huh. if he got some bullshit question from somebody like uh, Caitlin Collins from CNN or Jim Acosta from CNN. And he said, that's not what we're talking about here. That, then that's irrelevant. And, you know, I'm not going to butt into that. He doesn't have that ability. I also think he would have been better served if he'd had a chief of staff he listened to who would keep him off the phone from Maggie Haberman and the rest of the goon squad at the New York Times. I understand that he grew up there. That was his hometown paper. That's the paper that controls the national narrative. And he believes that he can charm these people. But he was never going to. He gave exclusives to them all the time while sort of. Well, that's who he is. Yeah, I know, Derek, I know. That's who he is. That's the you, baggage you that the I don't guy. like. That's the, the thing that he's his own worst enemy. If he could get out of his own way, I think he would have done a hell of a lot better. And I think, I think someone like DeSantis is capable of the good without the bad, or at least everybody has their own bad, but a different type of bad. Um, do you believe that, and you can throw me in this lump as well, that, that us never Trumpers, that it that it is or was or is kind of a grift. I don't know if how you're making your living now, but I think with Bill Crystal, it definitely is a grift. I think with Michael Steele, that's his shtick. That's his their brand now. In that sense, the people who you know, Bill Crystal has a some kind of sugar daddy who's writing him big ass checks because of what he used to be and his dad's last name. That is kind of a grift. It's right up there with the Lincoln Project people. I don't think you founded an organization for Republican refugees and have some sort of secret billionaire writing you checks and subsidizing your lifestyle. So, no, I think most of the never Trumpers do it because they believe in it. I I do think that Trump somehow I, I don't know why you can't put him aside. I spend most of my time most I do three hours of radio a day. I do an hour podcast. I write four columns a week. And I rarely talk about Donald Trump because elections and politics are about the future. You're not elected. Nobody's going to vote for you to reward you for what you've done. Look at Winston Churchill after World War II. You'd think, well, that guy could, you know, shit gold. Everybody would vote for him. With They hadn't even won the war in the Pacific yet. And they said, well, we're yep. going in a different direction because he was yeah, running on what he'd done respectfully, Derek, and that's a good point. And I hear your point that a lot of never Trumpers can't let go of them. But I think the flip of that is true too, in that folks like you don't want to talk about them because you don't want them to run. You want them to go away. You want DeSantis or somebody I don't else. want him to go away. I want him to be an active participant. I want him to be what he hasn't shown himself to be. Look, if he could go into states and campaign for, in, in particular states, and the, the people who crunch the numbers would know better, go into specific states where it would make a difference, like Georgia, he might be able to get Herschel Walker over the line. If he could put away his pettiness about the governor down there, he could definitely put a death knell into Stacey Abrams over there. But he can't. He can't go into Alaska for Sarah Palin without 90% of his speech being about him. That's part of his charm. I loved The Apprentice, and I I got a kick out of him at times as president, but 
as a campaigner for other people, you kind of have to campaign for other people, not throw a casual, oh, by the way, while I'm here, vote for this person sort of line. If Donald Trump could get over that part of his rally, not all of it, but toned down to like 30 percent, I think he could be a kingmaker of the GOP without having to be the nominee of the GOP. And then, frankly, I don't know that he wants to. I know he wants to be president again, mostly, I think, because Democrats are telling him he can't, whereas I think he'd be much better served being the the, the kingmaker. Well, I, and I think I, I think, Derek, there's and not not that you're dishonest, because I, I, I won't say that. But I think there is some dishonesty on both sides. <clears throat> there are a lot of never Trumpers who just can't let go of them. There are a lot of conser- people in conservative media. <coughs> oh, we suck up to them. There's purpose. no doubt. It's embarrassing. I sit there and I listen to this and I watch this. and it's like, <coughs> Excuse geez. me. Nah, we all get caught. You sit there and you watch yeah, this show and you're, like, you're, you're taking up residency inside his colon just like Bill <coughs> Crystal is. I get it. I'm, I'm there with you. But no, no, no. But what I'm saying, Derek, is there are a lot of people in conservative media who purposely avoid talking about him. They don't want to talk about him because they don't want him to be the nominee. They wish as the leader of the party or the nominee, he'd go away. They can't say that on their talk radio show because they don't or, or on their Fox News show because they can't piss off their audience. But that's what they well, I know. Too. I know, Tucker. I was the very first person ever hired at the Daily Caller. The Tucker, if he wanted to say that, would say it. You also have to understand that there are other things more important than the 2024 election right now. And so that the shows are, you know, you can turn over to MSNBC and it's all January 6th. It's all January 6th. I'm not interested. All right. I'm not interested. I'm not. It's a show. There's no cross-examination. There's there's no real exculpatory evidence. There's nothing there. It's just bullshit. It's a made-for-TV event, which is why they hired the former president of ABC News to well, produce it. Right. But, but, I, but again, there's other stuff. Go on, ahead. on some days, there's going to be that Donald Trump is the big story. But what? how often is Bill Clinton in the news? What the fuck is Barack Obama doing? Nothing. Then they're not making the news. Now, there's difference that Donald Trump isn't term-limited like those two are, but Hillary Clinton would be analogous to a certain extent. They're not obsessing. Nobody's obsessing yeah, on but her. Derek, 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 Trump's, again, and he, he can't tweet right now. He'll be able to tweet again, and he should be able to tweet again. But but Trump's out there every day. So what? Talking and saying shit. None so of those what? other ex-presidents are. So fucking what? He's talking every – I don't go on True Social. I have no fucking idea what he's tweeting. You know why? Because he's not president. I have a radio show. I've been, you know, hey, you should get Trump on. You get, I, I have ways to get to him. I don't want to talk. He's not announced, so I'm not interested. You're telling me, Derek, you're telling me if Trump asked to come on your radio show, you wouldn't have him on. If he asked to come on, sure, but I haven't yeah. asked him. Okay. I'm, all, I'm, all I'm saying, the only point I'm making is right now, for better or for worse, he's the leader of the Republican Party, and he's out there all the time. And he, his role in January 6th is being investigated. So he's in the news. But he's not out there all the time. He's mostly golfing. Occasionally, he issues no. a paper statement through a spokesperson, but you don't have to read it. It's part of the you, – you kind of empower him, Joe. You guys well, do in a way that, you know, the, you say, well, other conservatives aren't they don't want to talk about him. No, 
it's not that we don't want to talk about him. It's when he does something, if he does something that's newsworthy, we do talk about it. But otherwise, him having an opinion on who should win the House race in Nebraska three or whatever, I don't fucking care. It's don't not you think, Derek, don't you think most people in the conservative media world, privately, they don't want Trump to be the nominee in 24? Would that be accurate? Most of them? Yeah, I think it's that's more true for the people who are more vocal about wanting him, you know, loving him. The people who, the further they live up as colon, the more likely it is that they don't Look, want him to run. And and maybe maybe you'll disagree with me, but again, I come from your world. I used to have a conservative talk radio show. I think there are two kinds of people in conservative media. There are people like Hannity who have their nose up Trump's butt every day. And I think there are people like Tucker and Ben Shapiro who go out of their way to avoid having to talk about Trump because there's there there's more money in going after the libs and the left and all of that. But there are cheerleaders well, like there Hannity. are cheerleaders. And I look, I, I am opposed to firing down my own trench. But for all intents and purposes. So have there been times when Trump has done something where I was like, should I don't like that and I didn't talk about it? Sure there are. But there's also always something much more important than what a former president has said. It's just the way it, I'm, much, I'm much more interested in what Nancy Pelosi is actually trying to do than what Donald Trump is saying. Because Nancy Pelosi you know will do it. You know what? Derek, that's a really good point, and that's a fair criticism of me. And and I got to be honest, that's what I wrestle with every day because <laughs> I feel like because I think Trump and Trumpism is such a threat, and I'm still you know a Tea Party conservative, I don't spend as much time going after the left. But don't fire down your own – look, there's every once in a while you need the patent moment where he smacks the little bitch across the face with the glove. But you don't need to live there. You don't need to do that constantly. You have a, a, Ronald Reagan, my 80 percent friend is not my 20 percent enemy. Well, with the progressive left, their 99 percent friend is their 100 percent enemy. If you are you're down the line leftist, but you think, hey, you know what? Women is kind of a, a thing that, you know, they, they exist. You're a monster. You're there. They will try to destroy you. J.K. Rowling is as left wing as it comes. And you all a couple of tweets about, you know what? You're trying to otherize women. No, you're a monster. You're history's greatest monster. You can get lost in all that shit. Just put it aside. Here's the best bit of advice, Joe, that I can give anybody, yourself included. I don't do it. Don't check your mentions. Who gives a fuck? Don't check yeah, your yeah, mentions yeah. at all. I don't. Occasionally, I'll go there just to because somebody will yeah. say that they tweeted and I missed it. And that's it. But I don't get into argument. There are some people whose brand it is to go through their yeah. mentions and find everybody. And they send an army of flying monkeys, to their followers. Going, Look at this person said yeah. about me. Go get them. And they, yeah. they get off on it. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. I don't can't. care. Yeah, it, completely. But don't completely look, agree. Derek. I even if that. you don't care, if I went through my mentions, there'd be somebody there who's like, yeah, fucking I'll kill your kids. And, other, and I would have to respond to you don't give them that satisfaction. You don't give them that. They, they don't exist and they go away. If you don't like somebody, don't fucking talk about them for a while. Try. I, would, I dare you to try going a week without tweeting about Donald Trump. Just a week. You can pick I, a week. Uh, Doesn't matter. <laughs> you can wait. Like the January 6th committee is going to have another couple of public TV shows. You don't have to do it those week. Pick a week. Just try it. Not be off Twitter, but go, you know what? I'm going to point my guns towards the left. Just for a week. The, 
the the diff I I would agree that I need to find a better balance. The difference between you and I, if if we really took two hours and explored it, is I believe that that Trump and the authoritarianism that he's bred in the Republican Party right now is a bigger threat than anything the Democrats want to do. I mean, and I know you disagree with that. I, I but, do. But, but believe me, Derek, just believe me that I really believe that. That's all. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't doubt your sincerity, but I have to ask you, have there, has there been a time, anything that Trump has done in the past two years that you've tweeted on? And I don't know everything you've tweeted hmm. and nobody can. Were you now upon reflection, you thought, I probably shouldn't have said anything. Or it isn't that big of a deal. Have you, has he ever done anything where you're like, I don't, I don't care. Or do you take every, do you feel compelled to take every opportunity? Like, like it is a, an involuntary Pavlovian response. No, 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 that's, that's fair. No. Yeah. I've, I've gotten a lot better about that. I, but it's I took tried a concerted to, effort. Yeah. 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 And, and my criticism now, my discussion now about Trump is generally, just related to January sixth. Okay. As long as these hearings but are. But why he's he's seventy six something? I don't know seventy something. He's, he got yeah. ten maybe twenty years left in him. Ten maybe twenty years. If he were to be elected president again, he's got four years, and that's it. I don't believe that he could seize power. I don't believe necessarily anybody can really seize power because they would have to control the military to such an extent. And I don't think that I think our government is frankly too big to sort of coup at this point. I'm troubled. I'm troubled, my friend, that he tried. Like I'm really. Did he try? You do you believe that he sent those people down that mall, even though they'd started storming the the Capitol while he was still speaking? And so they could believe. Hey, hey, Derek, I believe. And I, I still had my radio show during the 2020 campaign. When Trump, like in that June or July before the election day, that the summer of 20, when Trump first started to say publicly, one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to win or it's going to be stolen from me. Mm. I went on the radio and I said, this is what he's trying to do. He's trying to set the table. If he loses, he wants there to be violence. So, yes, I believe, Derek, that Donald Trump that day of January 6th wanted his supporters to go down and take the Capitol to do what with stop. it? Because huh? you saw the videos by and large, you know, the Capitol building, what was going on on the house side was disgusting yeah. on the mall side, but that's big enough yeah. that uh, you don't know what's going on on the other side that that building is. And there are people going in the Senate side who got some yeah. really good selfies that day and said hello to the police who are opening the doors for them. So if it was a concerted coup, it was A, unarmed, B, the most polite, well-documented coup in all of human history, and they had no plan. What was the plan? What do you do? I Look, I, I can't disagree with you. It was not a well-thought-out, organized plan, but they wanted to overthrow the election. Okay. I believe okay. that. I believe Trump okay. Okay. wanted them to. Okay. I, I'm not going to convince you otherwise, and I'm not going to try, but let me ask you this about the 2016 election and the response of Democrats. Granted, they, they did try to stop the certification, the vote of the Electoral College, but they did so in-house. All Democrats in the House, they didn't get themselves a senator, but they also, at the same time, performed a stealth coup. Did they not, with the Russian hoax 
thing that went on for three plus years. Oh yeah, you and I. They manufactured. My, my friend Derek, you and I will disagree on that. Oh. Uh, again, I tend to believe that that Russia interfered to try to help get Trump elected. No. Yes, I, I don't. Do I don't that. doubt that Russia dicked around thinking that they wanted to weaken Hillary Clinton. I think they expected Hillary Clinton to win as well. But they just wanted to weaken her. That was it. I don't think anybody saw Donald Trump winning because I don't think anybody thought that you know Hillary needed to go to Wisconsin and things like that. But the lie afterwards, the Steele dossier and all of that bullshit is, I mean, it's provable. Michael Cohen didn't run over to Europe to get secret information and all this, that, and the other. All that shit was bullshit. That was done, it's still done to this day, and it was done to hamper Donald Trump's presidency. They knew what they were doing. It's been proven they knew what, what they were what, doing. That, that, and what's, what, what, it's difference in tactics, but the end result was to try to hamper Donald Trump's presidency, and they did it. They did it. But what, Isn't that bad? You, you would acknowledge what wasn't bullshit was that Russia interfered with our election. What was the 16. total? What was the total? $10,000, $50,000 on Facebook ads? Was that it? No, was that nobody, it? Nobody, it, wasn't, it wasn't just Facebook ads. I mean, they literally released a ton. You know, how many of Hillary's emails? I mean, they well, we they know, played in that election. Honestly, for whatever reason, the week in Hillary. I don't really give a shit about the emails. You know, what the, I'm worried about the people who don't want you to know what they're saying about you in private. I don't want them anywhere near the levers of power. So that we got to peek behind those curtains, that is a self-inflicted wound, in my opinion. Plus, John Podesta should never set his fucking password to be password. And that that is not take a KGB super agent to hack. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I have a problem with people invading other people's privacy. It's not good, um, but I, did you read them? I want to, you know, oh, you didn't go, well, I don't care how these were, I don't care for how these were obtained, so I don't want to know. You went and read them. It was interesting. It was horrible. And back in 2016, you weren't anti-Trump. So you were probably tweeting about these WikiLeaks emails. It doesn't matter how you yes. got them. How you got no, them. I, you can I, be I, like, this is horrible. They should have never been hacked. But since they're here, let's find, my father has lung but cancer. Got, my father is, is eighty, going to be 82 years old. He's dying of lung yeah. cancer. But it's early stages, yeah. whatever. He's just not going to get any treatment. That's a different issue whatsoever. But he had some radiation a couple of years ago that bought him some time. That's the only treatment yeah. he would take. He discovered it because he had pneumonia. And so they did a chest x-ray. And they said, hey, there's some spots there we want to check out. Now, you don't go, well, well, you didn't find it because you were checking me for lung cancer. You found it by accident while you're doing something else. It doesn't matter how you found the information. You act on the information. It doesn't matter how the information came to WikiLeaks. The information came to WikiLeaks. The information was accurate. You're pleading seemingly well, I, for forced ignorance over knowledge. And I, and think I go it, in the opposite direction. I, I, I think it matters how information got put out. But more importantly, Derek, Donald Trump is elected. And in 16, and he finds out, like all of us find out, that Russia fucked with our election. Trump, again, Trump can't help himself. But at that moment, Donald Trump should have said, damn it, I'm going to lead an investigation into what Russia did in 2016. But he couldn't do that because he didn't want anything to tarnish his victory. That's just who he is. And then when he stood up in 18, Derek, in 2018, when he stood up with Putin, And and said, I'm with Putin and not my own intelligence community. I thought that was 
horrible. You can. I. You want me to defend everything about Donald? You? No, I don't. I. I you. You did this. I don't want to get into trouble. Well, no, but I. <laughs> you are. I'm not interested. He can defend himself. I'm not his bitch, and and so I don't know. And I can just tell you that I also don't care to that extent. Stop. But stop. Stop. I want to ask you that. Don't try to get in Trump's head. Just a straight question. Then we're moving off of Trump. Did it bother you, you, what Trump did in Helsinki? Honestly, I don't know that I've ever thought about it since then. So I can't, if I said, oh, it bothered okay. me at the time, I'd be lying because I don't know. And since I don't okay. know, I would guess not. I didn't pay attention to it. It's Trump would likes you to agree- suck up to people who suck up to him. He says nice, why not suck up is the wrong word. He'll say nice things about people who say nice things about him. I don't think that's a trait that particularly serves him well. But I also don't think that he altered U.S. policy based on it. I think he's inclined to, I've met the man a couple of times before he became president, and he was inclined to say nice things to people who were nice to him. It's a part of human Let, reaction, Let's uh, maybe more so with him. Let's wind down to where we kind of started, which is your take on never Trumpers. And again, I think it's I think it's a pretty diverse lot. Mm-hmm. And I can only speak for myself in my background, being a conservative talk radio guy and, a, you know, coming from voting for Trump and coming from mega world. It was not financially the smart move to oppose Trump. You know, Derek. I mean, if you you can't be a a popular conservative talk radio host still and be anti-Trump right now. Well, I don't think you can be a popular and a popular conservative radio host being anti-conservative, being anti-anything. I don't focus on the man. That's where I I think that we differ largest is the guy is the guy. All right, I'd love to go golfing with Donald Trump. I probably would have less fun hanging out with him because we don't seem to like the same things. All right. Unless you want to watch a, an apprentice marathon, which I fucking love the show. But no, I'm I agree. Not hey, Derek, I agree. Friend. I'm not voting for my friend. I'm not voting for Pope. I'm voting the, for the president. Oftentimes that is the difference between lesser of two evils. And that was, I wanted, I voted for Donald Trump in 2016 because, and I wasn't going to, I was going to write in my, one of my cat's names or something, but I decided yeah. last minute, you know what? Hillary's going to win. And I want to be able to tell my future children. I didn't have any at the time. I want to be able to tell my future children that I gave every last full minute. I did the last, I did the only thing I could do to register my disgust with the concept of Hillary Clinton as president. I was as shocked as anybody winning one. It's like, my God, the, the guy from the apprentice was there. And I expected him to sort of just be a, a non-entity as president, but except for make it a lot about him because of his ego. But I didn't expect him to do to, I thought he was full of shit when he was campaigning, and he wasn't really conservative. And I don't care why he did what he did. Well, he's not. I know, but I don't care why he did what he did. Yeah, I know you don't care. It's the end result but, that I care about. It's the, but but there's the fact a, that we have agreed. three conserv- solid conservatives on the Supreme Court because of him. Derek, no, no, I agree. Listen, though the it was the more it was the financially for most. Never Trumpers, the financially smarter move, and I'm speaking for myself, Mm -hmm. was to just fall in line with it and support it. 
Okay. And for those of us like me who stood up and said, even though you disagree with me, man, and I respect that, but I stood up and said what I believe. I oppose this man. He's a tyrant. He's whatever. I knew when I did that, Derek, four or five years ago, that I was going to get hurt financially. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Okay. Well, I admire your honesty and integrity. And if I believed that, I would have done the same thing. I just don't believe it. And I think you would have. I, I believe you would have too. I I, I uh, genuinely do not believe it. I don't live up any ever? Have you ever held your tongue and not said anything on your radio show critical of Trump because you thought it might hurt ratings or hurt whatever? No. No, I good. I I don't prepare my show that much to, to have, have consciously avoided anything. I am more stream of consciousness, just like this here. I didn't have any idea what we we're going to talk. I guess I kind of did, but I didn't know yeah. what we we're going to do. I didn't prepare for anything. I've been looking at baseball cards God. while we're talking. I've I've worked for a company, a company. I've only worked in two radio for two radio companies. One was family owned where I work now, but it's a big heritage station in DC, and another one yeah. was the other station where I got my start. They are a woke ass corporation up out of New York, Hearst, and they didn't stop me from they they made it known afterwards that they were displeased at certain things that I said. And when I left there, they offered me the standard: we'll give you this amount of money if you do the sign this non disclosure agreement, never talk about anything, blah blah blah. And I refused. I could have used the money. I had a kid that was just born, less than a year old, but. I wasn't going to limit myself for that. So for several, you know, a nice chunk of money, I told them to basically go to hell so that when I go on the Joe Wall show or whatever, I can say, fucking Hearst is a worthless piece of shit company. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad I don't work. And that's who I am. That's how I am. Do I wish I'd taken the money and put it in Bitcoin? Fuck yeah, I do. But <laughs> I didn't. Because I couldn't. Same reason I took my first job at the Heritage Foundation out of college to work in the bookstore of the Heritage Foundation yeah. for less money than the job at the lobbying firm because they were for hire. I can't. I, I'm all. I, this is who I am. It's too easy to be me. It's too much fun being me to fucking sell out for hey, any amount of money. Last question I have for you. If. If Trump is the nominee in 24, mm-hmm. then again, we're going to we're going to be down the same road we were in 20 and the never Trumpers are going to do their thing, blah, blah, blah. If it's not Trump, do you see kind of the Republican Party getting back to more of a unification? Do you see some of these never Trumpers coming home? Do you see? I don't. Even if that that's doesn't not matter. for me. I don't, I don't control the welcome wagon. Do I think that Joe Scarborough is going to go? Now I'm a Republican again. No, because I think he likes his job at MSNBC too much. I also am not really convinced that he ever believed in much of anything except for that job at MSNBC. You're welcome. You're anybody. I'm not the gatekeeper. I'm not the bouncer. I'm six foot five. I could keep you out if I wanted to. But my main you're. I don't give a shit. Come back. It's the the problem is you you left. You weren't thrown out. You left. No, no, no. I chose to leave. Right. Exactly. So it, it, can I come put you in a headlock and drag you back in? No. I no, God, no. It's not my point. It's not my concern. I don't give a shit what you think. I care about who wins. That's it. I care about how people vote and what is done when they do vote. They do what they say they're going to do. 
I think that you'd probably be, you'd probably come back eventually. I I think any of you guys would probably not go, all right, it's over. Let's go running back in. No, eventually you'd go, well, yeah, because the Democrats are fucking crazy. Holy shit. The Democrats are crazy. Get me away from these people. But it'll be a gradual process. Some of you will never come back. The uh, the Bill Crystals of the world, the the Michael Steels, the uh, maybe the Jonah Goldbergs would sit there and judge everybody. They'd still do that. But for the <laughs> average person, the people who are known for being never Trump would have a more difficult time. Let me ask you, if if Trump decides not to run or whatever, health reasons can't run and DeSantis runs and DeSantis wins and DeSantis, or Christy Nome runs or whoever it is, run, would you feel comfortable coming back? Would you? No. It, I And Derek, you're going to be pissed off at me. But, and again, I know you won't because you don't care. And that's your mantra. And that's fine. I respect it. But no, my red line is this. And I sa- I've said this now publicly for two years. I will never support any Republican who voted for Trump in 2020. After four years of that guy, if you still vote for him, I can't support him. So I couldn't support DeSantis. I couldn't support Pence. So no. But it it, it doesn't matter. Just hypothetically, they win. And they do all right. They do a good job as president. And you don't have to come back right away. But if you know that if you do, whenever you do, if you did, there's going to be a whole bunch of, I fucking knew you'd come back, you losers. And yeah. There'd be hell. And whatever you build between then and now off that, it will the same price you paid probably to a lesser extent, but the same price you paid in 2020 would be the same price you'd pay all over again. So would you do that? Would you even entertain that? Or would you just kind of go, well, I'm not going to, I'll keep most of this to myself. Well, and again, you and I didn't get into issues. We should talk for another three hours. But I I don't like the authoritarian direction this party is well, heading now. We keep saying that. What is what is the authoritarianism and the personal liberty part? I don't I don't because I I hear this from I the tend left to be, all the time where they they say, oh, he's a right wing dictator. Hitler was right wing. Blah, blah blah. As if now, just rationally, stick with me for a second. Well, if you go down the spectrum, in, political spectrum, from the left, the yeah, liberals in, are in, for in, more government, right? We can agree on that. In, in, we agree on and that. Yeah. Conservative, the further, the more conservative, the smaller government, bigger, you know, whatever. Moderate conservative, bigger government than than smaller. So the further you go out on the left, government gets bigger, more oppression, more power to Washington. And then go out on the right, just rationally. You can, Cite individuals, but rationally, government shrinks. And then we're led to believe that somewhere out there you get past the point where it just blips out well, like a heart attack and suddenly it's gigantic well, all central power. But I can't I can't make the case anymore that the more that conservatives are shrinking government or this Republican Party is shrinking I, government. I, Trump I, certainly did. I do certainly that. it is between a party that wants to grow government and a party that wants to grow government slower. I will I will grant you that. But you can't turn a ship around until you start flipping the wheel. Well, you can't turn a ship around until you want to turn the ship around. And I, again, having been in that body as well, Congress, there's no interest in the no, Republican Party in cutting government spending. I understand. Um, but but no, I, 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 I see, I 
somebody asked me a week ago, I mean, I still consider myself a conservative. I don't consider this Republican Party to be conservative. I do consider it to be more authoritarian. And I'll never want to come back to that unless, I mean, I'm a free market, free trade, stay out of my life kind of a guy. Mm -hmm. Me too. Keep my taxes low. Keep government out of my life. I don't see this party as that. Well, I And I don't see the Democrats as that either. Look, when you have a, a leader like Kevin McCarthy, I'm not he's not my guy, but he's, he the, guy, he's the guy. Eric, he's, he he's the guy who can win the election. Look, I, I love Louis Gohmert. I know Louis Gohmert. I love, there's a lot of conservatives. He's nuts. I know, but he's Derek, still, he's I love nuts. him. I love him. He's a fun guy and he cooks ribs like nobody's business. Great ribs, but, great ribs, but he's nuts. But, you know, there are a lot of people that I'd rather see in leadership more so than Kevin McCarthy, except for the fact that they can't get elected. And Kevin McCarthy can. You have to deal at a certain point. You can dislike reality all your all you want, but reality is not dependent upon your belief in it. You have to operate in it no matter what. You can say I'm a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. I'm a mermaid. You go in the ocean. You're still going to drown if you don't come up for air. So you have to deal with what is. It's a gradual process of change. Right. Things. And and, that, so and, and I'm not. And by the way, my friend, that's one of the best things you've said. You have to deal with what is. And you may disagree with me, but what I got is right now is I've got Democrats who are their thing over here on the left. And I've got authoritarianism over on you the right. So I don't feel to like me I the have authoritarianism, a though. Say what? You haven't explained to me what you view as where well, is this authoritarian? What, what is the gov What are the Republicans trying to force government to make me do when? And again, Trump's a unique case. So well, Trump if, aside, if, forget Trump, whatever. No, no, I, exactly. Do. Trump aside, put Trump aside. And if Trump's out of the picture, your next Republican nominee will probably be Ron DeSantis. And I have a real problem with anybody in government who uses the power of government to punish private companies or private individuals. Mm -hmm. He has a predisposition to do that. I consider that to be pretty authoritarian. Okay, well, I would, I, I'm hey. not going to defend all of Ron DeSantis, and I'm not fully familiar with his record, but I would say that you can say punish, but it was more ending special privileges for a company. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah, 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 but, 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 but Ronald Reagan punish because governor, Disney took a stand, because Ronald, Disney... Yeah, but it also it doesn't take effect for like two years, and that you you and I both know. I uh, think that's uh, not going to uh, happen. Come on, but that's besides. But it's wrong. But say it's, it's wrong. It's wrong say from it's a concept. Wrong. But you know what? If you, you fuck around, you find out. All right. I don't want companies to have. If you said we're going to take away Elon Musk's government subsidies right now, I'd be in favor of it. Am I a fan of what the guy's doing? A lot of times, yeah. But he shouldn't have the government subsidies. They're two different things. But if Ronald Reagan as governor of California was different. Then Ronald Reagan is president of the United States. There I have a problem. powers that the president and I also, Derek, governors in the Constitution. I have a problem with the governor of Florida signing a law that regulates what college professors can teach. I have a problem with that. The Stop Woke Act. I mean, I can go on down the line. He tried to, DeSantis tried, they passed a law to prohibit social media companies from banning political candidates. Now, thankfully, that got tossed out. But this is authoritarianism. When did you graduate college? Huh? When did you graduate college? I'm an old fart. 1985. Okay, 1985. I graduated in 2000, December of 2000. God, you're young. And things have changed dramatically even no, since I, I then. And so I had argument. I know there were times when I was downgraded. Because uh, and I wasn't a fucking genius or anything, but I was downgraded because of the graduate assistant teaching my course disagreed with me politically and tried to mock me 
publicly in class and I mocked them right back and they did not like it. There should be certain things where you are do have protections. The reason tenure exists is because they were afraid that the the administration would come down at the university and try and silence teachers, whereas now the teachers are trying to silence the administrators and the well, students. <clears throat> no, 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 Derek. Look, look, man, you and I would agree it was that way when I was in college. It, it was that way when you were in college. Man, teachers, professors, they skew left, no doubt about it. Most every professor in a college is is on the left. I get that. I just don't think the government should then to fix that problem, the government's got no role in trying to fix that problem. I agree with you if you're talking about the government as the federal government. The Ninth and Tenth Amendments have to have meaning, Joe. And that means that the states and the individuals have the rights. Now, is it constitutional still at that point? That is something for people who went to law school to decide in the Supreme Court ultimately. But it is not the business of the federal government on that. I would agree with you. But Ron DeSantis is not the president of the United States. I'm not even saying DeSantis is my guy. He's just the foil. I know that. that. Right now, right now. If it's not Trump, he's he's the closest who it's going to be. Right. And and it's Howard Dean. To in me, he's got a real at this point too. I mean, you can lose sight of now by you can you can either you spend too much time looking backwards or too much time looking too far ahead. And I think we're doing we've done both. Hey, Derek. Yeah, I got to end, man. This was fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. I enjoyed it too. No, what I what and I'll say this: what I. And I sensed this about you, and I, you said it at the beginning. I'll have a conversation with anybody about anything, and I, I, I like that. I appreciate the invitation. I, I didn't think a random Twitter snark that was mostly about Bill Crystal would lead to this, but I'm glad that it did. <laughs> no, I, your Twitter snark, it just got me thinking. I want to get him on and talk about conservatives, especially in the media world, and and like how you can't paint with a broad brush, like all never Trumpers are grifters. Let me tell you something. It, there's not a lot of money for most of us in the never Trump. Bill Crystal's snorting um, it all up. Well, <laughs> into his wallet, <laughs> not up his nose. I will have stayed. Hey, Derek Hunter, he's got his own podcast, the Derek Hunter podcast. He's a columnist with Town Hall. He's a good follow on Twitter. He's got his own radio show. Derek, my friend, thank you. Thank you so much, Congressman. Have a great one. You too. And there you have it. Draw your own conclusions. I have faith in your cognitive abilities. I know you can figure stuff out on your own. Maybe you're somewhere in between. It doesn't matter. Just be yourself and uh, you'll be fine. Uh, Let me know what you think. You can feel free to email me, DerekAllenHunter at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of that or on social media, all that good stuff, or rate and review on iTunes and all those things. And don't forget about the uh, Week in F and Review, patreon.com slash Podcast or derekhunter.locals.com. Appreciate the use of your ears and your patience with me as I went and visited my dad this week. We'll be back to regular order tomorrow. See you then.